No, this was, I said, oh, I don't have to worry tonight. This will be an early, short dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And we got there at what, six or something? Yeah, we were out at by 6.45, I think. No, we weren't. It went on and on oh, did it? and on. I didn't get out of there until 10 o'clock. I'm like, how is this a Howard party? Mm. Well, I was trying to be accommodating. You lost control that night. I did. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I will give you credit for one thing, though. Like, even when, if, if Howard has you at his own house, right? Yes. He's the one throwing the party. He will leave the party and tell you. Oh, you'll, you, uh, he'll leave you at his yeah. party. I'm one of those guys. guys. <laughs> I'm one of those guys fun. who like, like, like someone once said to me, they didn't know me very well. And they went, I went to a guy's house and the guy left his own party. And I went, <laughs> and that's weird. I mean, what's the big deal? You guys are having fun. I'll just slip away and go upstairs. I'm like, I read you Hefner used to do that. He would just like well, go upstairs in his pajamas and go to sleep. I also wonder if that's not an OCD thing with you. Yeah, maybe it could be. I don't know. I because don't know. Because I know once I was trying to catch you, you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna let him go without me knowing he's going. Oh yeah. And I watched you, and I saw you and Beth about to make your escape, and I stopped right. you. And you go, oh. oh no, no, no! And you sat there and stayed for a while longer. And as soon as my attention was diverted, you disappeared. Got Yeah, that's my move. <laughs> well, I didn't want to upset anyone. You know, I am the life of the party. <laughs> You know, you, you used to announce yeah. no, that you were I, gone, no, and then you no, stopped but, doing that. Well, I stopped announcing it because if people are having a good time, I don't want to ruin their good time. I don't want to make them feel like they, they, they're weird for staying. I, I just want to slip out the door, and then no one knows I'm gone, and that's it. Uh, listen. But what's wrong with, you know, you could have said to me, Robin, yeah, we're leaving, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. But now you go, oh, no, we're not leaving. <laughs> well, I didn't want to bum you out. I wanted you to stay. I didn't want to be there, but I wanted you to be there. And you, you know, <laughs> I had that vision that you would have left too. So, uh, yeah, Robin threw me a party once, which is the worst thing you can do. And then she's, you know, she had me at the table of honor or whatever. No one wanted to sit with me. I was there alone. It was like <laughs> oh, seven tables. Go over and sit at Howard's table. Robin had to say to the guests, would you please sit with Howard? You would think because I'm famous, people would like kind of run to be with me. No. Oh. No, they were avoiding you like Why? the plague. I don't that know. That felt weird. I felt oh. weird, too, because now I'm sitting there looking into the room, and you're sitting alone. I don't know why I was alone. And I said to Robin, I'm alone. I'm alone <laughs> at your party. I can answer for me. I remember yeah. exactly why I left you alone. Because, And, and I'm being very serious. You were like, you know, whenever I, whenever I do something, Gary always talks my ear off, blah, blah. And I remember thinking to myself, no. okay, here's an opportunity for other people to have time with Howard. But then nobody did. Yeah, you know what everybody, it was? everybody that, said uh, that. <laughs> Let's face it. I'm just, tack. I'm that guy. I'm no fun. So if somebody's thinking of going away on vacation with me, Jimmy hasn't given up on me, though. He wants to go away. Oh, with he's tried to get you to a lot of different places. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And, you know, Beth's really fond of Molly, and I am too. So it's like a, it's a good idea, I guess, on paper. But Well, you like having him to your house, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's Jimmy's a great a good guy. Thing. But yeah. you don't want to go anywhere else. Jimmy's a great guy. Like, he's an easy guest. At my, uh -huh. yeah, I don't want to go anywhere else. But if he wants to come to my house, I'm fine with that. I enjoy, you know, and Jimmy's kind of like, you know, off the air when he's not on TV. He's like a potted plant. He just kind of <laughs> like, he sits there. He knows how to hang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
It's perfect. He knows how to hang with me, which is not to hang with me. <laughs> Amazing. He, uh, he leaves me alone. But, uh, yeah, Chris, you're on the air. I want to share the uh, fan mail with you. There was some really good stuff from fans about uh, Handjob Connie and things. But, okay, Chris, you're on the air in Kentucky. Yes, sir. Uh, How's it going, Howard? Hey, good. Um, I'm just kind of curious, man. I mean, I understand you and Beth have a wonderful relationship. But do you think it's kind of bad or you feel like you're kind of smothering her with it's almost like you kind of expect her when you're on vacation to do the same things you all would do at home. Yes. And, you know, when when you all are at home, um, you know, you kind of expect it just to be you and her. And, you know, when she goes out walking and stuff like that, I mean, do you think that might be bad for the relationship? No, I don't smother her at all. If she wants to do something, listen, when I would go to bed early, she'd stay up with other people. I don't, I don't, I'm an easygoing guy in a relationship. I don't, I, I, I remember at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame dinner, yeah. you left her there. Right. I said, you want to stay up? I mean, I'm sitting, first of all, I was there under protest. John Bon Jovi asked me to induct his band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I said to him, John, I don't want to do it. And he would take, he would not take no for an answer. And then, days later i found out it was in cleveland and i almost lost my fucking mind i was like i thought it was in new york the rock and roll who would go to cleveland i'm not going to i love the band i love john more than anything but i'm, I'm not i was gonna tell him no and then beth says you gotta do it and i talked to my psychiatrist and he said what about you going there and having a good time imagine that <laughs> maybe you'll have fun i go it's not gonna happen i just know he goes well why don't you make it happen you can you are you're the master of your own you know he said to me go have fun yes this is your life how many people would love to induct bon jovi into the world he had to give me a pep talk like you would not believe <laughs> and i went and as soon as I got there, I was fucking Wait a miserable. Minute. Just don't say, and I went. You arranged it so that Bon Jovi was inducted first, so you oh, could yeah. be well. done. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, in the TV show that you saw, he was last, because they were the big right. band, you know, and people right. were waiting for uh, But I said to them, look, I understand you want him to go last. <laughs> I, I am telling you, I will not fucking do this thing. I am not going out there at last. <laughs> At last means like two o'clock in the morning. I said, it's just not going to happen. Tape me first. And I don't know. You guys got editing bays. Assemble this fucking thing any way you want. But I'm going first. And I told that. I said, I can't even believe you're not in New York and I'm going to Cleveland. <laughs> but I'll do it. You send a fucking plane for me, too. I told him. I mean, Jesus Christ. I said, I'm not going out of my way here. I mean, this is crazy. You guys are in Cleveland. And I get there, and then I heard I'm going on last. I said, that's just not happening. It's just not. There's no reality where I'm going on last. Oh, but that's an honor. You know, after everyone goes, I said, I don't want an honor. I don't want, I'm not here to be honored. <laughs> I'm here because my friend asked me to do this. And I didn't even know we were that good a friend, quite frankly. Oh, my goodness. Why? And I even said to John, why do you want me to induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't. I can't even play the guitar. What do I know about it? <laughs> no, you've always been behind the band. You've always been for us. I go, well, that was a mistake, clearly, because now I have to go to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, God, I was so miserable. And then we get there, and the hotel room was 
fucking gross. And, I mean, it was fine, but I, you know me. I heard noise. Right away, I'm, I'm looking for noise. Right. And I there's hear always noise. noise wherever, whatever hotel you're at. Yeah. I go, I hear noise. I hear somebody walking upstairs. Oh, Beth goes, so what? We're not asleep. I said, when I go to sleep, I know I'm going to hear that person walking. And I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> because you've got, you, you're going to have a heart attack. I go, I, I, I just can't stand these rooms. They, they, when they build a hotel, they should put concrete so you don't hear the other people above you. It's ridiculous. They build these hotels like I don't think the people who run these hotels spend one night in the room. Because you can't sleep. You could hear conversation. And I bring a noise machine with me. Right. They were, you know, talking over your noise machine. Yeah. The noise machine (laughs) doesn't work. I felt like I, I might as well have been in Syria. I mean, it was so noisy. It actually wasn't, but I was afraid it was going to be. Well, I was going to say they they couldn't be getting this level of complaint from people and still not know that they should build these hotels differently. I don't know, but I go crazy, and you had to stay in the hotel because it was 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 right near where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was, and they're going to have a rehearsal. Then the rehearsal, I went apeshit. I mean, I, I got up there. What the fuck was my problem? I, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I said, where's my earpiece? They go, what do you mean? I go, I go, I can't hear anything in here. I, you get me an earpiece right now. I, I put my foot down, for God's sake. I'm a professional DJ, professional <laughs> announcer. I tell you, though, I'm such a miserable man. I mean, uh, I show up at a hotel and I'm actually angry there are other people in the hotel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Immediately you're angry. See, I should be. I wish I had the money Jeff Bezos did because I know I know how I would spend that money. How would you spend the money? If I went to a hotel, I'd just make I'd buy up every room. I wouldn't go to a hotel till I bought up every room. There'd you no know room. what's interesting? Um, one of my friends used to be a part of a hotel situation. And uh, during U.N. week. Right. This king or sultan or somebody go ahead would come to the plaza, right, and take the entire floor. Oh, that's not good enough for me. Wait I don't want the entire floor. I want minute. the above floor. This was the top. Oh, okay. The entire floor. He would rip out everything in the entire floor. Go ahead. And they would redecorate it like his house. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so I'm okay when he with that. walked in, he knew where everything was. Right. Because it looked just like his home. By the way, this guy must have some money. I mean, I don't even think Jeff Bezos would do that. Well, they had a plane that flew him. Jesus. And then they had a plane for the entire house. Wow. That's living. Wow. I mean, I've had some. When she described to me what his life was like, because they would panic if, you know, like every day the flowers were changed, like live flowers. Right. Had to be in every room that he entered. I hate flowers. I understand that. But you've never had them taken out and in every day where you didn't have to see them die. Yeah, I'd like that. (laughs) He was going to go to the bathroom one morning. 
And the assistant came running out. There were no flowers in the bathroom. And they had to get the flowers in the bathroom before he got there. Yeah, I'm not that intense. (laughs) Almost, though. (laughs) Almost. At work, when we used to have a place to go to work, I had a shusher at the office because people made too much noise when I was trying to sleep. I thought that was pretty cool. And you had a hot water person. Yeah, a hot water person. That's right. (laughs) So what? (laughs) That's what you do. You dream of getting famous. And then you got a hot water person. I mean, it's not like I wanted alcohol or a heroin fix. I didn't want want a speedball. I just wanted some hot water. (laughs) I'm busy creating over here. I don't have time to boil water. Not with you. But, uh, yeah, you're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I get there. I, the night is going. I induct uh, Bon Jovi, which was great. And, you know, the guys who did their thing. And I watched the, the, the Bon Jovi performance. And then uh, the next group up was the Cars, I think. The Cars. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Rick Ocasek. Uh, the Cars were there. And uh, I remember I'm sitting there and I go, oh, fuck. I got to get out of here. I just want to go to bed. I did my thing. I don't want to watch the cars. I love the cars. I think the cars are great. My best friend's girlfriend. I was like, but I really don't want to be here. And I I just said to Beth, she goes, I know. You don't want to be here. I go, I don't. I'm going up to my room. She goes, I'm going to stay. I said, okay. (laughs) To answer your question, Chris, I'm not smothering my wife. She stayed and she enjoyed. She saw the entire Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. uh, Yeah, she was there for the whole evening and the after parties and everything. She she went to the after party. She looked great, everything. So how am I smothering her? I'm laissez-faire. I'm like, hey, I'm loose guy. I'm going up to bed. You go do your thing. Right, Chris? Yeah, well, I mean, I understand. I understand. I mean, it's it's just as important, you know, just the way you make it sound. Sometimes it's just as important to to spend as much time away from each other as it is with each other. You know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. All right. Whatever you just said. Thank you, Chris. That's your rule for a relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking to be away from my wife. I didn't marry her to be away from her. I need her with me. Can't let her run around <laughs> in those outfits. So many guys, animals out there but uh now i'm happy at home i'm not looking at vacation with people you're only torturing me boy you want a vacation with me come to my house hang out that's it or i tell people well, I, 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 that's fine i'm not going to go to your house i'm not looking to go on your vacation you know most people want to go on vacation with other people because they're bored i'm not bored or they like people yeah, that too can you imagine <laughs> All right. A lot of email came in and, 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 and uh, all kinds of comments on Twitter and stuff about Handjob Connie. Everyone's quite uh, uh, excited about Does anybody know, where, uh, know her? <laughs> in that well, on Tuesday's show, Ronnie told us about Handjob Connie. If you didn't listen, Handjob Connie was a girl in the neighborhood Ronnie grew up in who had a passion for jerking off guys. Um, uh, Howard, Ronnie's childhood never ceases to amaze me. I was curious if Ronnie ever took his dog, Sporty, to meet Connie. That's interesting. Very funny. How could anyone not love Ronnie? The handjob Connie story is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Howard, I'm laughing my fucking ass off at handjob Connie. Keep it going. Ronnie rules. He never ceases to amaze me with his perverted stories. Listeners do have some suspicions about Ronnie and his escapades with Handjob Connie. Here's some of the theories. Ronnie claims he was getting handjobs at 18 while driving his 1969 Roadrunner. Yet he was born in 1949. Likes, uh, like Howard, I'm no mathematician, but something sounds off here. Somebody doing the, the deep math. The deep math, yeah. Yeah. 
Howard, is handjob Connie possibly an alter ego of Ronnie? There's something Ronnie's not telling us. Like he used to jack guys off in a parked car while wearing a stringy blonde wig. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, this is, oh, now this theory. got me thinking. This got me thinking, Robin. Listen to All this right. email. Wake up, Howard. Handjob Connie was a dude. Think about it. She didn't talk. You couldn't touch. Oh. She just wanted to jerk guys off. You know, is that possible? I that thought hand- something like a switch was going on when he would say mm. sometimes she wasn't available and she'd just say no and hang up the phone. Well, first of all, I had a uh, a horrible feeling that, uh, you know, Ronnie said I used to call Handjob Connie. And then all of a sudden I couldn't get her on the phone anymore. It was completely gone. And my feeling was like, oh, my God. Handjob Connie probably died. She was getting into cars with strange men. You know, one of them must have been a psychopath and uh, probably locked yeah, her in the trunk and took her Connie off. Yeah, never got to get out of the car and go home. That's what I'm saying. I mean, totally possible with this whole handjob Connie. But um, also but- the thing I was thinking that somebody else was taking the phone call. And then know. this girl showed girl showed up in the car and would hardly speak. <laughs> well, Chris Wilding, who is a gay man, uh, he said to me privately that he believed Handjob Connie was a man too. That was his first thought. So That's uh, possible because he yeah, because- could. She she would just stare and never say a word. Right. It's possible. It's possible. Wouldn't that be the greatest if Handjob Connie, we, we, we find founder, her. Oh, hello. he's a dude. <laughs> yes, I'm Handjob Connie. <laughs> I remember Ronnie. <laughs> um, yes, Phyllis, you're on the air in Massachusetts. Hi, Howard. Good morning. How are you? Good. I just wanted to tell you that I was actually at that induction ceremony, the Rockwell Hall of Fame, when you inducted John Bon Jovi. And yes. you know what? When you when you get when you did your spiel, you didn't you didn't even show that you were miserable. You did a fantastic job. Well, listen, I'm a performer. I was not when I'm once I'm on stage and someone's asked me to do something, I said to myself, It's an honor to do this for Bon Jovi. These guys had an incredible career. I'm very fond of all the guys in the band. And I'm gonna put on a good attitude and I made my speech. But that was it. I did my but job. But that's as long as it can last. It lasts that's it. during the moments he's on stage. When I'm on stage. And you did. That's you right, Phyllis. You did a wonderful job. Um, you, you really did. You did a great job. And meanwhile, I have to tell you, I also, like you, had to change my hotel room because it was so loud. And I was <laughs> staying right near the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was horrible. It was just awful. I'm not such a pill. Horrible. I'm not such a pill, Phyllis. Thank you for saying that. I, <laughs> Beth was fine. I feel, you know what? I feel. <laughs> I feel. I feel your pain. I feel. Beth, I Beth feel can your sleep pain. through. Beth can sleep through. <laughs> Beth has fallen asleep in a car when we're in a car with other people and we're like driving somewhere. I mean, this woman just falls. Asleep. I think she has. A, I think as um, as uh, S. Napkin Ed said, I think she has a uh, narcolepsy. Not narcolepsy. No, uh, necrophilia. Necro- my boyfriend was sound asleep and i'm like nudging him i said get up we have to move and he's like why i said because i can't sleep we have right. to move because you can't sleep and i said yes get your ass out of bed we got to get out of here it was awful. right that's how i so am one I'm, more I'm thing, then one more thing and i'll let yes. you go they announced sure. the 2021 rock and roll um 
people that are going to be inducted. Did you happen to see that? I happen to see the list, and I did vote. You know, oh, you I always have said you I'm not going to vote. I voted. I had a ballot. I've always said, fuck you. I'm not voting in this thing, but I got the Why ballot. Why did you vote this year? You know, I got the ballot. I started looking at it. I said, you know what? Maybe I'll vote. <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, you know what it was? I thought I was too cool to vote. Like, you know, I'm too famous to be voted. I should be on the committee that picks the inductee. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got very angry. So did, you, I wasn't... Did, did, did those that you vote for get in? Did all the ones you vote for get in? I believe I was pretty much on it. Uh, give me the list, guys, uh, if you could. Yeah, yeah. how did okay, John, here we go. I John got to vote twice. I can give it to you. I have it I'll right tell you here. What it was. Foo Fighters. I got, I got it. Hold on, Phyllis. You Don't take it? away okay. my job. Okay. All right. <laughs> Foo Fighters I voted for. So yeah. they, are, they got Okay. Tina Turner I voted for because I felt like Tina's been around a long time. The Go-Go's I voted mm-hmm. for because they're an all-girl band. They were revolutionary. They had great songs. They were mm-hmm. good musicians. I mm-hmm. voted for them. Now, Jay-Z got... Did I vote for Jay-Z? I don't think I voted for Jay-Z. Todd Rundgren, I don't think I voted for Todd Rundgren. I voted... Oh, I voted for Rage Against the Machine. And, yeah, um, really? Yeah, of course. They're so wow, fucking awesome. Really? Uh, and Carol King mm-hmm. got in, and I voted for her, too, because Carol King was, you know, just the shit. She really knows. Phenomenal. Like she, yeah. She was phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I voted for Todd Rundgren. I don't feel, you know, Todd Rundgren, hello, it's me. I remember then he got into that weird Sun Ra kind of fucking thing, and he started announcing that he could have a hit record anytime he wants, but he just doesn't choose to, and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I was like, Todd Rundgren's a great performer and everything, but I didn't feel he had the gravitas that some of the other nominees had. Now, I don't mm-hmm. remember who else I mm-hmm. voted for. But, How many uh, votes do you get? You get like, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Okay. Yeah, but there were other people. So I voted Rage for. didn't make it? Nope. Rage no. did not make it. No. And Tom no. Morello's on the committee. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Well, Tom Morello, uh, he put himself up for a nomination and then he didn't get inducted. <laughs> Uh, Foo Fighters, though, they got in. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. Uh, appreciate right, it. So anyway, getting back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. How did um, John do? John voted twice because he won Beat Gary in the uh, contest to name all uh, the songs. I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to remember who. I remember Devo was on there. I said, fuck that. Those fucking hats. Uh, Kate Bush. I was like, really? Who's that? Uh, Mary J. Blige. I don't give a shit about Shaka Khan. I think I might have voted for Shaka Khan. Mm. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> you don't. I don't even know the name of that song, but it was good. You uh, don't. Tell me something good. Is tell me something song. good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell me honey. Oh, yeah. Anyway, as I mentioned, and Rufus, Rufus, Shaka Khan, Shaka Iron Maiden was up. I didn't really know much about Iron Maiden. Dionne Warwick, I was like, is she rock and roll? I mean, she had a lot of hits, but didn't is she, she really like, an a... influence on rock and roll? I don't think so. No, I don't think she even wrote those songs. I think that. No, she, that, that was the, what was that, that guy's name? Burt Backrack. Burt Backrack. And didn't she have that psychic hotline? I'm like, yes, please. You anybody who has a psychic hotline? I don't want to know from you. They shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you have a psychic hotline. They shouldn't be allowed to live in the United States. 
You know, that would be my first thing. If I was president, I'd build a wall and keep anybody out who had a psychic anything. Keep those psychics off the border. Yep. I'm saying, why did you build a wall? Are you anti-Mexican? No. Let all the Mexicans in. Just keep the psychics out of here. Um, as I, I mentioned, watching that Tina Turner, uh, documentary last night. And at some point in the documentary, she's talking about whether she should do the People magazine article exposing all of her, uh, you know, the battered woman syndrome yeah. that she went through. And she said, I called my psychic <laughs> and asked her. <laughs> I, said, oh, I know. Goodness, if Howard was listening to this, he wouldn't vote for her. I know, uh, I know <laughs> someone who, you know, this was a woman, her husband had a lot of money. And, you know, and I had just started in therapy, but she goes, Oh, I don't go to a therapist. She goes, I call my psychic. I go, What do you mean you call your psychic? I was like, Fucking outrage. I mean, how dare you <laughs> compare therapy to a psychic? Goes, no, she always tells me what to do. And, and I call her six times a day. Oh, my God. And I went, are you, f uh, that was it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Six times a day. She was burning through the money. Well, I could tell you a psychiatrist would never let her do that. Well, that's right. I watched this show on TV called Couples Therapy. And I'm really into it. It's fantastic. It's real couples getting therapy. It's on uh, Showtime. And, uh, and the therapist is kind of cute in a weird way. But uh, anyway, okay, it's ben. great. <laughs> I know. I know. It's four couples. One couple's a gay, gay male couple. And uh, they and, and they lay it all out there. And then there's this other annoying woman. And it, it, it's just great. But I was like, I'm torn about it because I, I'm like, what real therapist would allow this to go on TV? There is no fucking way you can have real therapy on television. And it's it's almost... It's almost criminal. The woman's a really good therapist, but it's criminal to put your 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 patients on TV. Well, that's I what I told Dr. Drew about his celebrity rehab. You can't do that. Because then it's not therapy. Anyway, Robin, we're off topic. We were trying to find <laughs> the fans want to us to find Handjob Connie. And as I mentioned <laughs> Uh, in fact, here, let me play this. We are really taking this seriously. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll play this for you, and you'll see immediately how seriously we're taking this. The Howard Stern Show is seeking information on an unidentified woman known locally as Handjob Kami. Fun times, man. She was last seen in 1969, exiting a car in a back alley in the New York area. She wasn't the best-looking girl. She is described as having streaky blonde hair, sticky hands, and a dead-eyed stare. Almost really, like, scary, to be honest with you. Then she disappeared. If you have information on Handjob Kami... She's got to be at least probably 69, 70 for sure. Contact 833-STERNSHOW. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. When you would come, forget about it. She would just stare at it as it was coming out. Well, all I know is we've received seven calls already on that line, all saying uh, that Handjob Connie was... They're trying to be funny. Say, Ted Sarandos' wife. Uh, it was Robin's <laughs> joke. I told you that is just not true. We've heard the joke already. It's enough. That's right. Let's um, stop that right now. To show you how serious we are about this, we hired 
Dan Rather, the former head of CBS News, who is now retired. We said to Dan Rather, would you uh, join us today live via satellite? He's in the field doing a report. He's going to give us an update uh, on what his search is like for Handjob Connie. Uh, Mr. Rather, hi. Thank you for helping us out. Howard, uh, I'm reporting live to you from Little Nick, Queens. This is the scene of the handjobs given to Ronnie Mund exactly 55 years ago to this day. By the way, now, uh, you were so great. He's at Mr. the site. Oh he's at the goodness. site. Mr. Rather, I know you said to me, this feels great. You haven't worked in a long time. CBS fired you. They threw you, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the heap. And uh, you, you, you feel good. I mean, I know it's kind of silly, but in a way, it is news. We, we are serious about this. We really are, and I hope you're taking it seriously. I'm serious as well, and I find this very fascinating because the mystery has endured since those fateful rub and tugs. Who is Handjob Connie? Where is she? Did she and, and ever you, even exist? And you, you're, you're so right. And, it, and was she a man is probably the question you're asking, too. <laughs> well, I'm here in pursuit of answers. And, uh, wait, wait just a moment. Here's a local residence. Hold, hold on. Miss, miss, do you know anything about Handjob Connie's whereabouts? Hello? Well, she, she's just what staring happened? at me now. She's not saying anything. Hmm. Hang on just a moment. The curiously silent woman is now undoing my zipper. She has pulled out and is now jerking my increasingly turgid penis. Well, l let me see if the hand job matches Ronnie's description. Ronnie, did she cup the balls a and spit on the head? All right, listen, Mr. Rather, enough with the jokes. This is a I see why too much detail. Mr. Rather, seriously, are you going to take this seriously and find hand job, Connie? I will. I will work very hard, but I'm telling you, this is a good lead. I won't know for sure until I spend a few more hours with this woman. <laughs> By the way, I want to say something about Mr. Dan Rather and why I'm so excited about you covering this story. And all jokes aside, you've covered assassinations, you've covered revolutions. And the fact that you take this story seriously, I really do think you are going to find Handjob County, okay? Yes, I believe so, and I'm enjoying this experience back on the field back to you howard <laughs> thank you thank you he's just become the story now because uh, i think so up. i didn't know he'd go that far in his pursuit a lot of fans were excited about cheap trick being on the app just go to Yay. our section of the app and they recorded a cover of the legendary john lennon song give me some truth their latest single light up the fire the audience loved the songs howard you have excellent taste in music don't i know it i was a professional dj Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to uh, thanks to you and thanks for putting Cheap Trick up in the app. Their new album is really good. So cool that Cheap Trick took on John Lennon, a brilliant cover of an iconic song. Cheap Trick and Howard together, best day ever. Thanks for giving us great music. Also, yesterday's show, real quick here, we talked about Wendy the Slow Adult. We gave Robin a little bit of a game to see what Wendy believed in. It was called Does Wendy Believe Game? Robin was having trouble in the beginning, and then I told her to put on her slow adult hat. And to hit herself over the head with a hammer, and then she and killed hold it. my breath, right? I had to hold do your breath thing. for three minutes. That's right. <laughs> Till your function, your brain stopped functioning, and then you were answering perfectly. Uh, the fans agree; they love the game. They always love hearing from Wendy. Wendy saying that she believes Goofy from Disney World is a real person had me pissing in my pants with laughter. I of all that the, she said she heard that he was working at Disney World. <laughs> so you're wondering who did she hear these things from? <laughs> I think it's the same place that uh, Ted Cruz gets all his information from. <laughs> and that Dr. Rand Paul.
He's another uh, character. Um, of all the people on Flat Earth, Wendy is truly the greatest of all time. Wendy is a treasure. I think the man that she saw turning into a bat may have started the coronavirus. There's a theory <laughs> that I hadn't even... Yeah, um, Wendy that? has a... Wendy has a birthday coming up this Saturday, May 15th. I wanted to acknowledge that. As ah. I know you did, Robin. Um, I want to wish beautiful Wendy. What? Hello. Oh, that's Dan hmm. Ratter again. I think he's still getting a rub and tuck. Uh, can we cut that off? Thank you. <laughs> I was, as I was, I was rudely interrupted, but I was saying that, uh, Wendy's birthday is coming up May 15th. I know many May of the 15th. fans. Here's wishing Wendy a very, very happy and healthy. I'm going now, baby! Happy birthday. song is Wendy Pop. Exciting news! Yes, happy birthday, happy birthday, Wendy. How old will Wendy be? You're so rude. You know not to bring up a woman's age. <laughs> Dare you, um, Robin? On our phone is someone claiming to be handjob Connie. Oh, uh, let's say hello. Uh, are you in fact fake? Uh, let's let's hope not. Yes, are you the handjob Connie? Howard, how you doing? Uh, this is Handjob Connie, but I got to be honest with you, my name's really Frank. I see. You know, so, at the time, I was all conf- I was all confused about my sexual orientation. At the time, I just hop into cars, I spit on my hand, jerk guys off. You know, I was out of my mind at the time. Do you remember Ronnie at all? I do remember Ronnie. I mean, listen, he would he would call me up. I'd be hanging out at the house, we'd be watching a Met game, I'd be working on my car. And then I go right. meet him somewhere in Queens. We park up, and I jerk him off in the car. I put a blind wig on. I was out of my mind at the time. Right. So that's why you didn't say anything to Ronnie, and you just looked him in the eyes because you were actually a man. Yeah. And you know what? If, okay. he, fuck, if he touched me, I was going to punch him in his fucking mouth. I'll tell you that much. Uh, wow. Well, anyway, uh, you were smart. You were smart. You, you protected yourself. All right. There's the mystery. Handjob Connie is on the phone. Uh, I, I, uh, what's your life Turns like now? You Handjob Frank. Handjob Frank, is that your name now? Yeah, it's my name. Right. right now, I'm just, you know, as I said, I'm into working on cars. You know, I play football. You know, I do, you know it's, it's, it's a regular life for me right now. I was out of my mind at the time. I was a little confused about my sexual uh, orientation at the time, but I've gotten over it. For old time's sake, if I could convince Ronnie, would you come in here and give Ronnie a handjob? I'd love to. It'd be great. Oh. All right, thank you. There, isn't that sweet? Handjob Frank calling in class. I don't believe that's the real handjob. Uh, I hope not. But, you know, people are now going to come in and try to pretend they're going to try to fool us. Just like people turn themselves in for crimes they don't commit. I must confess, we've had a lot of pretend. We had pretend Arnold Schwarzenegger, pretend Dan Rather, and pretend (laughs) Handjob Connie. It's quite a day of pretend. This is George Takei. I would like to personally welcome former Bachelor star Colton Underwood into the gay community. Let me be the first to say, I'm behind you all the way. And when George Takei is behind you, you can always expect a reach around. 
This is the Howard Stern Show. Isn't that nice? That's a welcome to the gay community. Nice little reach around. I'm now listening to everything George says and saying to myself, is this the distinguished gentleman? Yes. <laughs> George Takei. <laughs> There's a little hole. I might have come out wrong. Malibu. I was thinking about Courtney Love yesterday because I was listening to Lithium on Sirius XM and they were playing Hole and they were talking about they're doing this whole big promotion, the top 100 songs of Lithium and you vote and all this stuff. And I was thinking about how good that when Hole was together and Courtney was doing it. I mean, that was such a good album. Oh. And, and like what? What happened to her? Where is she? Listen to this. And I remember the well, rumor was... question who really was whole. Because after all that fighting with... Um, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan, no more Hulk. Well... And the death of Kurt Cobain. No more Hulk. Yeah, well, there was like a rumor that, oh, Kurt Cobain, these are songs Kurt Cobain wrote and she took them, and, and, and which wasn't true because Billy Corgan, he worked on this with her. And yeah. uh, he said, no, she wrote those songs. He wrote songs with her. I th Courtney Love said at a concert that she originally wrote this song for Stevie Nicks. And then she said, Billy Corgan made it so good that I kept it for myself, <laughs> uh, which is so great. What, is she was going to give um, Stevie Nicks a piece of shit? What did she say? Uh, well, she said, why would I give this to Stevie Nicks? She's got enough hits. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I think that I think if I was voting in the Lithium Top 100, this song for sure would be in it. Are you not voting in that? You're, your voting is over now that you voted yeah. for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I missed that voting. Gary was, you know, Gary loves the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he's like, both. You didn't vote for Todd Bundgren? Don't you realize that Todd Bundgren produced Bad Out of Hell for Meatloaf and also produced We're an American Band for um, uh, Grand Funk So I went, Gary, I didn't know that. Plus, I voted for Todd Rundgren, not for what he produced, but for what his Todd Rundgren music was. And he goes, well, you should have known that. And I go, you know what? That's precisely why I shouldn't be given a ballot. I didn't know that. And and nor do I, I care. I'm, I'm not listening to Todd <laughs> you, you Rundgren. You know what? You don't even have to do research, Howard. It's literally in the booklet they send you. Yeah, well, guess who didn't read the booklet? I just saw the names and I voted based on what I like and who I felt deserved to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like Carol King... Deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, she's got like 57 hits. Not that I'm like a guy who sits at home and plays Carole King records. I'm way too masculine for that. But <laughs> You're not that you know. in touch with your feminine side? <laughs> yeah, you know, but trust me, I'm not sitting at home listening to the Go-Go's. But I voted for them because, you know, I'm just a, I'm a thoughtful guy who, you know, knows what's happening. They they made up all these weird categories in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because not enough people were getting in. Like when I was there, the, the, the year I inducted Bon Jovi, all of a sudden little, little Steven got up and he goes, and today and this year we're starting a new category called singles. This honors the people who have had one hit single 
and they honored the single. So it was a way of getting people into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who hadn't really had that much success getting into the Rock and Roll. Like, they've been trying to get Kraftwerk. Well, bon, that's bon, ridiculous. Kraftwerk? Bon, 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 mit der Autobahn. <laughs> they've been trying. They've, I've seen Kraftwerk trying to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nobody ever votes for Kraftwerk. <laughs> They're like, no, they were a progressive band. You don't realize what they. I said, that's right. We don't. Then you realize ought to what, put them in. Just put them in. Because yeah, we just know bon, vote for it. Bon, 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 mit the autobahn, which I think was a really nice long song that I could play during progressive rock days and go take a dump. So, you know, I, 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 I would vote for him just for because I went to the bathroom and got and, and checked the AP wire while I was working. But, but there's also some great one-hit wonders that of course should be honored. Yeah, well, let that, so Kraftwerk gets in this year because what's that category? That wacky category they made up. Uh, early influence, you know, they're early influence. The, the, the rap on them is like they're kind of the godfather of electronic dance music. They were pioneers. Well, mm. then I don't want them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, how dare you! You are so outrageous. Um, Gary's like, you should know Todd. I go, Gary, Gary, listen to me. I'm not doing homework for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They ain't paying me. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you should know. I don't know anything. They don't even send you a book when you're voting for president, which they should. Do you see what Gary's new thing is? He he joined a, on Facebook. He joined a group of people who love scotch. The, the really? alcohol scotch. Yeah, like he's now a connoisseur of scotch. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a new hobby. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't I, go to Gary, and buy cases of wine that I don't drink, Robin, right? <laughs> All I know well, is... Well, I'm not joining groups. I mean... You're right. I I don't know why everything Gary does annoys me. Like when he has got into to get cross a group, but yeah, he's got to get yeah, a group but, together now. Yeah, I mean, and now it's like yeah, with vinyl, he had to go to vinyl parties. Now he's in, in yes, a Scotch vinyl. group. What, what's with Scotch, Gary? What do you, you're such a drinker? You're a big it. Scotch drinker. I love Scotch. What, I do. I what is Scotch. Scotch? What can you tell us about Scotch? It's um. Well, my dad drank. I, I think to call something Scotch, it has to come from Scotland. So there's whiskey. If it's not from Scotland. And cool. so there's a lot of whiskeys I like, like this Japanese whiskeys. Well, and then there's scotch from Scotland. Same Tory. Exactly. <laughs> I prefer smoother scotches, not the peaty, you know, smelly ones. Um, but when I said it, I joined a Facebook group. Peaty? Like part, peaty. You don't, you don't like yeah, what? Like peaty. Like peaty, peaty. the dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what they refer to scotch as peaty. Oh, Malty. look at you. Peaty. But what does peaty mean? Peaty. It has to do with like, the area in Scotland that's like wet and damp and and the soil is I don't know I don't know exactly. see no, that's what annoys me about Gary that you know, no offense but when he gets into he goes you know I don't like the Scotches that are peaty and and I go Gary <clears throat> what did you yeah yeah peaty what yeah. what do you mean and then he doesn't even know what the fuck he goes, <laughs> he goes I don't know but I prefers I, he wants to it's be knowledgeable it's a taste right. it's, it's a harsher right. taste yeah. as opposed to a smooth. A smooth scotch. It is the. I didn't say I was an expert. I said I just like it. I need to get my hands on him. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, the group that I joined, I'm, I'm not like participating. Every, you know, it's on Facebook. So once in a while, they'll post and they'll be like, "Hey, this All is right. a bottle I tried that I like." Mm. I don't. Uh, I do, uh, I do what's love your scotch. favorite mm. scotch? Now that we know this yeah. about you, I like a Hibiki, which is a Japanese uh, whiskey, <laughs> yeah. or Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah, Hibiki Ball, Johnny Walker Gold. <laughs> 